So welcome to the Game Art Portfolio session, and I'm here with Tattoo Peterson Yesin at the moment at Rovio, and he's an art director, and we're going to discuss game art portfolios. So Tattoo, do you want to introduce yourself and give us an overview of your background in games? Yeah, hi Nick, thanks for having me. Maybe I could start from the most recent one. So I'm, like you said, I'm currently working at Rovio as an art director and focusing really on Angry Birds franchise and, uh, well, all the games we're doing. Before joining uh, joining Rovio, I worked at Remedy, Digital Chocolate Game, uh, Mr. Good Giving, uh, Frozen Bite, uh, to name a few. And throughout my career, I've done over 40 games, globally published games, anything from uh, very small Java games to AAA uh, console games for Xbox One. So um, what would you consider the optimal amount of images for a game artist's portfolio? I wouldn't say like exact amount. Uh, and it depends so much about the presentation style as well. Uh, what I would say is that you would like to have uh, enough of images on the first page that people can get a good understanding of your main skills and what to expect from you. Because sometimes people going through hundreds of portfolios a day, they might need to get that first initial feeling from just the first page alone make that count, make that very golden. And then the amount of pictures is more important uh, to show the depth of, uh, of your knowledge and uh, what kind of different stuff you can also do. If I would have to come up with a number, I would say that uh, 20, uh, 25, oh. 30. Even if you have 10 and they're absolutely gorgeous, mm -hmm. uh, I might ask you for an interview. Okay, sure. Yeah. yeah, so if it's if it's high quality pieces that they show, then they could stand a chance. Yeah, yeah. and uh, sometimes when talking with the more junior applicants, uh, the question is that should you uh, and how long should you keep like your older pieces in your portfolio to just add more volume to your portfolio? And uh, to me, uh, I sometimes tend to like a uh, little bit of uh, traces of uh, like how you've progressed through the times. But the more senior the applicant is, the, the more they should be able to really see what's worth it uh, to keep in their portfolio. So also to make like the distinguish that or like understand that Portfolio isn't just a folder with everything you've ever done. It needs to be uh, your best pieces, the pieces that you want to uh, show off and the things that you're really proud of. Mm -hmm. so, so when you kind of, if we, if we think about like a 2D artist role, mm. um, what do you prefer that they specialize for example um do, either in characters or environments or do you mm, prefer that yeah. as it's mobile games it's a more broader spectrum they show in their 2d yeah um one thing that i've seen way too much is uh, um, vague concepts and mm. illustrations mm. you see so many portfolios and don't get me wrong, it's it's nice that people do that kind of pieces, uh, but it's kind of like hobby piece. Mm. Uh, 
illustrations especially uh there's not that much that you do with like like top-notch illustration skills uh, in the game industry you need to be able to present game assets in one way or another uh which very junior uh, artist i might be interested if if the illustrations are awesome and they they show uh, your way of thinking and your unique style and your versatility when it comes to style yeah then like even the illustrations are interesting but in most cases what i would really love to see is like assets that i could see going straight into one game of ours something that preferably matches stylistically but if not stylistically at least quality wise like technical quality wise uh, are good enough to go into one of our games that would be an ideal piece in your front page of a portfolio that would get me interested would you agree that focusing your portfolio between what you want to do and what companies need is a good way to construct it yeah i think uh, i think that's a good way to think about it um and that comes back to the same point of like i've seen so many portfolios full of illustrations and so many portfolios full of concepts uh, that uh, are for triple a games and uh, especially for finland where most of the game companies are mobile companies and smaller companies they tend to have less jobs or, or less positions in uh, pure concept artists roles um, so i think it it is a good way to think about it that you should be practicing the stuff that you want to do in the future as well uh, and you should put that kind of stuff uh, in your portfolio that is just in the between what people uh, and companies need and what you want to do and if you re- uh, start looking at your own portfolio and realize that nobody actually needs what you've put there, maybe you can reconsider uh, your position there. That should you be starting to do something else. Um, and I think it happens to everybody of us um, that at some point we realize that we're in a position where the stuff that we've been doing and what we like to do is like just it doesn't have any market value then you really have to uh, think about um, doing something else mm. so basically you're saying that you need to target your portfolio so when you kind of i guess when you're learning you might obviously draw things that you're interested in but when you actually send your your work out you should be very aware like who what companies you're targeting and what work you include yeah yeah uh, I think uh, it doesn't hurt, at least. And if if you are a man of many talents or woman of many talents, uh, it doesn't hurt to have multiple portfolios. You might have one portfolio that is solely on U, uh, UI art, one portfolio that is only for your concepts and illustrations. Uh, and then you can have more generic portfolio that has all those uh, things combined. Then, then you don't need to do it every time again when you're applying to a new place. You can just like send the portfolios that are most relevant for the position you're looking for or uh, applying for. Yeah, that makes that makes sense definitely. So moving on to the next question, 
what are the kind of common faults? We've touched on this, I guess, briefly with one of the last questions, but if you could be specific to what kind of common faults you see in junior 2D or 3D portfolios that you think should definitely be avoided or just mm. some general advice for applicants? Yeah, um, I think I touched uh, a lot on what yeah. I've seen in 2D portfolios. Mm. So purely artistic pieces, well, it's nice to have few of them uh, just to show what kind of more artistic stuff you can do, but to have portfolio only of like something that is like you couldn't imagine having as an asset in a game, then that's that's uh, it's very hard to uh, even evaluate uh, the skills just based on illustrations. Uh, and then when it comes to 3D applicants, um, if if the the most of the time it's uh, assets that are um, not up to the bar technically. That's that's a that's like a straight no uh, in many cases. Uh, and sometimes some like pure 3D artist portfolios are unnecessarily bad because like sometimes like a 2D uh, sometimes people can do 2D and 3D and can design their own characters, but. For many people who have like top-notch 3D, uh, 3D art capabilities and skills, uh, sometimes it might be good idea to work with a good concept artist or do a character that is designed by somebody else just to show that you're able to replicate uh, the concept that somebody else has drawn and the concept might be much higher quality than what you could be able to do uh, yourself. So, uh, yeah, so, so you basically, so obviously traditional skills are quite important, things like uh, life drawing and what have you. But in your opinion, like you said, to minimize that kind of work and put more focus to actually high quality assets that would appear in a similar game that that company mm -hmm. might actually do. Yeah. Uh, and then there again, like you need to be aware what, what kind of a company it is that you're applying to. Um, what size of teams they, for example, have? Uh, do they have separate concept artists or and separate 3D artists? Or do they actually need the 3D artist to be able to also provide concepts and complete character designs? Yeah, one question about uh, 2D applicants. So obviously nowadays, um, companies expect more from from applicants when they apply, especially with the graphics side. Um, do you, would you expect a two D artist to also, for example, have a broader skill set and show that they can animate as well? Do you think that would be uh, important that skill to have in addition to be able to do two D graphics? Well, at, at least it would make me more interested in the portfolio. Mm. But uh, then again, it's not necessary. Uh, but uh, when I'm looking at applicants, I'm often looking that, hey, there should be one standout skill, like something that you're really specialized in. And then there needs to be something else that you're pretty good at as well. So whether it's 2D uh, character art and animation, that's a nice combo. But it can be also that you're able to do uh, great uh, environmental illustrations and then you do pretty good UI art. Uh, 
uh, or UI layouts at the same time. So if you have like some some skills that okay, that's your main skill, and then there's something that is uh, complementary second skill that always makes it more interesting for me at least, uh, um, because then I know that you can adapt between different roles and different times and different uh, phases of production and uh, move between different roles. Okay, thanks a lot. So uh, moving on to the final question. So um, do you have any other comments to add or, for example, any suggestions? So if, if someone who's starting out or has a bit of experience wants to make a portfolio project that will be targeted at a game company, um, say, for example, it's, uh, it's 2D, um, what would you suggest? One thing that I, I would really, 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 really like to have in a portfolio, as I already mentioned before, is something that uh, I could see going straight away in, in, into one of our games. Mm. So luckily nowadays in many, many schools and uh, many uh, educational facilities, uh, there's more emphasis on uh, working on game projects. So you end up having more of those assets anyways. But if you don't have that kind of assets or if you haven't worked on games a lot uh, or at all even and you still want to work in games industry, I would recommend that you take one Unity game project, for example, and start looking into how they're constructed, what kind of assets are needed to make that game and make few of those assets. Uh, I would even say that start start out by replicating some game assets from a game and try to figure out what makes makes those assets look good uh, and how to make them better and then work it out try to make uh, good looking game assets and uh, construct a nice uh, collection from those into your portfolio and if you have game projects uh, even if you're a 2d or 3d artist uh, Put the links to those those games, even if they're even if they're not necessarily the best uh, games to play or best uh, pieces of programming. Uh, at least it shows that you've been able to work in a game project before, and this is especially for the trainees and juniors. Um, the technical uh, skills are often overweighting a lot more uh, like uh, in in the when we're looking at portfolios sometimes we like yeah nice illustrations but no actual game work uh, uh experience uh, so like having that would would be a awesome thing yeah that makes makes perfect sense and i think that's really good good advice for uh, people wanting to to get into games have you got anything else to add, Tattoo? Any other advice that you think would be really good for applicants and students to, to know? Yeah, one thing that came to my mind is um, what I get uh, asked quite often uh, from especially more junior applicants and people I'm uh, talking to at uh, summits and conferences is uh, the difference between, difference between concept art and illustrations. And it seems to be a little bit of a blurry line to many. Uh, and how I've, I'm exp explaining it uh, to people usually is that a concept art is always something that 
is trying to communicate an idea, whether it's the mood of an environment or construct of a character. It's always aimed not to be a final product, but to help somebody else or you make that end result. Whereas illustrations are uh, final products. They're meant for the viewers um, and anybody who sees your art to enjoy. They are the final product. They're not communication tools uh, as such. Although for me, a good illustration always tells a story. Uh, and if, if you really, really want to do illustrations for a living and want to fill your uh, whole portfolio with illustrations, at least make every one of them tell a good story. Uh, and it doesn't hurt if I chuckle a, a little bit when I'm looking at your portfolio. That's a good sign. Thanks a lot, Tatsu, for joining us today and giving us some insights on how to break into the games industry. Thanks very much. Thank you. Thank you.